When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It's wintertime. When temperatures go down, the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more. What's up, what's happening, and welcome back in to another episode of the Uptempo Podcast. Like always, man, I'm your host, Blake Lane, and tonight I'm here after the College World Series comes to an end to talk a little bit about the Auburn Tigers. I I didn't give you guys a rundown of that Arkansas game getting eliminated 11-1 to the other night, and I'm extremely sorry. I went out of town on my bachelor trip to Atlanta. I went to watch you know Freddie Freeman's return and I got to cut got to catch a, a a Braves and Giants game got to sit in the chop house and wanted to tell you guys all about it but I'm so sorry I was driving you know through the night and and after they got eliminated and I just I was went straight to bed and, and had to go to work the next morning and and then you know leave for Atlanta so it was just it was a struggle man I was upset getting bounced out like that it was a frustrating performance, but you know there's some guys I want to get on here and I want to thank from Auburn baseball and you know the coaching staff, players, you know just everybody associated with it. You know it's it's a special thing to me. I love Auburn sports, and uh, I wanted to talk about the team who won it. You know a little bit. I wanted to get on here and and talk a little bit about Ole Miss and and I wanted to tell you guys a little bit about my my bachelor party. You know I, I'm not big into partying and and going to the club. You know I don't really do that scene. So what did me and my guys do? We went up to Atlanta and watched baseball because that's what we love to do. And man, if you if you haven't been to Truist. And I'm sure a lot of you have, but if you haven't been to Truist Park to watch the Braves play, man, with the battery outside and the chop house and all that good stuff, man, please get up there and experience that one weekend because it's absolutely incredible. I mean, we ran into some speed bumps here and there, literally, that I will tell you guys about, but it's just an incredible, it's an incredible place up there, but... um. Man, Auburn baseball just just so close to me and and just near and dear to my heart. It was an incredible run, and uh, I can't wait for next year. I can't wait for next year. 
I'm excited. I think the future is so bright. I think there's just uh, a ton of potential to get back to Omaha. And if if the pieces fall the right way, I think that Auburn could be a contender next year. I really do. So, with that being said, man, this isn't going to be a long episode. It's going to be short, uh, quick, and, and nice and easy. And I just wanted to recap this past week and why I really haven't been on here that much. So, with that being said, I'm going to kick it over here to Belly Up Sports Network. And we're going to hop right in here and hammer this thing home. So, here we go, guys. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here. What's happening, everybody, and welcome back in. And like I said, man, I just wanted to start this thing off with, you know, this past Tuesday night, the Auburn Tigers, they get eliminated from the College World Series 11-1 to from the Arkansas Razorbacks. And, uh, you know, I, I just want to I want to thank the, the coaching staff, Butch Thompson and, and his entire staff and the players, man. I could I could go down the list, but I'm not going to single any guys out except one. And the guy that I'm going to single out is I know guys like Sonny DeShera and and Bobby Pierce and, and you know, Brooks Carlson and. Blake Rambush, they all get the headlines, and Blake Burkhalter and all that. You know, I know they get all the headlines and stuff, and they don't. Um, this guy doesn't always pop off in the media or on uh, TV or whatever. But man, Brody Moore, Brody Moore is exactly what Auburn baseball is. Okay, the plays that he made each and every night. Auburn stepped between the lines. He was a leader for this baseball team. He was one of the guys in Omaha who was actually seeing the ball really, really well. He put great ABs together, and he's just one hell of a shortstop. And he didn't get all the glitz and the and the glamour and and you know in Omaha they talked about battles and Gonzalez and all the other guys. Um, Oklahoma shortstop and and all the other guys at shortstop, but man, Brody Moore is that dog. He is that guy, and he was everything that you've ever wanted from Auburn baseball. He's the guy. He's the guy. He's the he's the leader, and I wish we had twenty more of him because I would take him day in and day out. Every single every single time I would take Brody Moore, I'd pick him. One out of one. Absolutely love his game. I love the way he plays. I love the way he loves Auburn. I love the way he loves his teammates. Everything, man. Everything. One hell of a baseball player. One hell of a baseball player. I can't say it enough. And I think that might have been what was so frustrating and why I didn't make an episode this past Tuesday is I did have a lot of stuff going on, but I was mainly just frustrated, man. I was frustrated to see... You know, Sonny D and and Brooks Carlson, you know, the the season just come to an end, man. And those guys transferring into Auburn and and giving us the season that that we had and and seeing it come to an end. And basically right out the gate, you know, you just got ran out the building. It wasn't your night. It wasn't your night. Nothing could go our way. And it was just so tough to sit there and watch 11-1. to 1. 
And I know, look, I was frustrated and I tweeted out stuff and I put stuff on Facebook about, you know, don't give me a, a top six finish and everything. But when you break it down, man, like I said about Brody Moore, this team wasn't, they weren't expected to even make the SEC tournament. They were literally picked seventh in the SEC West. They weren't supposed to be here. They weren't supposed to be in Omaha. They weren't even supposed to make it to Hoover. And you finished in the final six teams standing. I think D1 Baseball, after the College World Series ended a few hours ago, they dropped their final polls, and Auburn was ranked the number six team in the country in the final poll. So was I upset that we got beat to sleep this past Tuesday night? Absolutely I was upset because I thought we could have played so much better. But at the end of the day, we just didn't hit. We didn't hit, and we ran into a guy from Arkansas that, that you know, uh, the McIntyre, he, he went seven strong with gave up three hits and one earned and uh, only walked one guy, and he K'd nine. So he threw 99 pitches, and his ERA was a two five nine. So I can't be mad at that. We ran into a guy that, that, that was a stud, and that's how baseball is. You know, it, it doesn't always go your way. And Arkansas was a hell of a team, man. They were one one win away from the College World Series final. They pushed Ole Miss to to a deciding game, and that just goes to show you, man, how deep the SEC is and how good Ole Miss and Arkansas, the two teams that we lost to, I mean, one of them won the College World Series and the other one finished, what, third or fourth, however you want to break it down. And, you know, the shit, the other team, Texas A&M, was in the SEC West. They were right there at the end with Oklahoma. They were trying to two-scoop Oklahoma. And um, so, I mean, it just it goes to show, man, the SEC is the cream of the crop. Ole Miss went in the College World Series earlier today and – I'm just super proud of this Auburn team. I'm 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 super proud of them, and nobody gave them a chance. And it was just a magical season. It was a magical season. It hurt so bad watching Ole Miss dogpile today. It hurt. It hurt bad. It hurt bad. But there's a guy, man, Dylan Delusia. <laughs> I mean, he shut us down. Game one in Omaha, he shut us down, and. I was listening in today, and he threw like sixteen and sixteen or so innings, and he he walked zero people. He walked zero guys, all right, and he threw like sixteen innings, walked zero people, all right. He was absolutely electric in, in Omaha, and he won the most outstanding player in Omaha. And it hurt watching him dogpile because I mean we were that close. We were that freaking close. We lost to Ole Miss five to one. We were that close. What a season! What a season, though. Auburn finishing up forty six and twenty two. Man, it was supposed to be the other way around. All right, 
we were only supposed to have 22 wins coming into the season. That's what we were projected around that number. It was like 22 to 25 wins. That's all they expected Auburn to win. So, man, that Tuesday night, look, I saw a bunch of people talking about Mason Barnett. You know, the, he didn't have a good outing. I disagree. I disagree. I, I really do. I, I really disagree. I just, um, I disagree with that. I know he went two and two thirds, but you know, if if Mike Bellow, you know, makes a play on that ball and and we get that out and the game is probably just totally different. You know, Mike Bellow can't make a play. The sun was in his eyes and everything. And then Arkansas just started pouring it on from that point. And Mason Barnett, you know, his pitch count had started to rise. Arkansas was really, you know, that first inning, they were just fouling stuff off, working counts. He threw like 30 pitches in the first inning. It was tough. It was was a tough night. And... You know, I, I put on Twitter, hey, Mike Bello is the reason for that for that inning, okay? He was the reason, I think it was in the third inning, um, the ball falls out there and, you know, he looked lost out there, but I think it could have been a different ball game. Now, do we win? Probably not. We didn't hit, but... You know, I don't want to see people on Twitter saying, well, Mason Barnett didn't have his stuff tonight. Was it his best stuff? No. But was it good enough? I, I thought I thought he pitched pretty damn good. All right? Arkansas was just, uh, you know, they were swinging it, man. And and even when, even when they got out, they were hard outs. Or, you know, you had guys putting together 9, 10, 11 pitch ABs and getting his pitch count up. They might strike out, but they were doing a job. They were seeing pitches. They were fouling pitches off. And they were making him work for every little out. And, you know, that third inning, that happens. And then and then the fourth inning, Arkansas, and, you know, they come up and Lanzilli hits a bomb out to left. And Bello was just with the sun, man. He was so lost. They hit it, and he's standing there looking at Kaysen over in center, like, where's the ball? I can't find it. And Kaysen's just like, bro, it's 30 It's thirty rows up, all right? So, you know, I know I was tough on Bello when it happened, saying, hey, this is, you know, this is on him. But uh, we got to get Mike Bello an NIL deal with the Shades Company, okay? It's got to happen. There's got to be some more Shades out there than those pit vipers that that can do a little better job, all right? We we got to get the we got to get the lens in there, dog that can block the sun and help the guy out out there. Um but man, you know. It was a tough night. It was a tough night. Arkansas they never stopped hitting. The only time Auburn hit was in the bottom of the 7th, uh Bobby Pierce he hit a nuke down the left field line, hit a hit an absolute seed out of there, and that made it nine to one. And it, you know it was a, a bright spot getting to see Bobby, you know, hose a guy at third, Rambush holding the tag on over there. He comes off the bag. It was a, a really really nice effort there from both of those guys, and and just kind of showing you that Auburn doesn't give up. You know that they didn't give up. They were still battling. They were still playing hard, and uh, it was just. It was a tough one. 
it was a tough one, and, and, you know, that's how it goes sometimes. And like I said earlier, hats off to Arkansas. It was just their night. It wasn't Auburn's, and, and Auburn was a little outnumbered. So, you know, hell of a season. Hell of a season. I loved every single bit of it, man, and I, I wouldn't take it back for the world. And uh, I, I can't wait till next year. It was an absolute blast. 46-22, and 22, man, in a, in a top six finish. And I had an NC State guy on, on my Twitter, and, you know, he told me, he was like, man, anytime you make it to Omaha, he's like, that's a hell of a season. And it is because, hell, look at the number one team in the country and it, that everybody had picked to win it all. They didn't even make it to Omaha. You know, myself included, I had Tennessee picked to win it all. They didn't even make it. And we did, you know. And and I'm not a big participation trophy or moral victory or anything like that, but I'm just so proud of these guys. I, I really am. You know, I had time to sit there and think on it, and um, I just I'm, I'm damn proud of them. And I can't wait for the next wave to come in, the recruiting class and the, the transfer portal. And I'm just extremely, extremely excited for this baseball program. And Butch Thompson can't say enough about him. And another thing, man, Auburn dealt with the stomach bug out there all week. And you, you, like I said on the last episode with Cole Foster, you could see him in that Stanford game, and he could barely play the Ole Miss game. It was just uh, a gutsy effort from this Auburn team. So closing the book on Auburn baseball, absolutely incredible season, and I cannot wait for the 2023 baseball season. Thank you, guys. From the bottom of my heart, thank you. I love Auburn baseball. War damn eagle. So, moving on. Ole Miss today, they win the College World Series from the, the last team in the tournament to the last team standing in the tournament. Wanting to get rid of Mike Bianco to Mike Bianco winning the College World Series. Mississippi State winning it last year. Ole Miss winning it this year. Can't wait for next year with that rivalry. I mean, that place is just going to be absolutely rocking. That whole state, just the vibe, the energy, everything, man, is going to be absolutely bananas. Uh, SEC baseball is going to be so freaking bright. Me and a couple of my buddies up in Atlanta this weekend, we were talking about Oklahoma and Texas joining the conference. It just gets that much crazier, that much deeper. I'm I'm excited. I'm freaking excited, man. And, and you know, I heard a guy – I heard a guy on a podcast that I listened to last week, two weeks ago, before the College World Series started. He said, you know, I really think that, you know, top to bottom, the SEC with the depth and everything, like, you know, we all know they're loaded and they win a lot of championships, but the Pac-12 is probably the best conference in college baseball with talent. And I was like, there's no way. There's no way. I mean, just... I'm sorry, I'm not here to burst your bubble, but it's not even close. It's not even close. Four teams in Omaha. Four teams in Omaha. And then you had Arkansas and Ole Miss play a deciding game to go to the College World Series final. Then you had Texas A&M match up with Oklahoma. They didn't get it done, but you had Auburn right there. All right, So all four teams... We're magical, all right? Arkansas beat the absolute shit out of Stanford, who was the number two team in the country, all right? Then Auburn turns around and plays them in the loser's bracket and beats them, all right? We we heard 
you know, all along how powerful Stanford's offense was and what they scored, four runs in the College World Series, I think, something like that. So, it's just, the SEC, man, it's crazy. It, it, it's, it's, it's a stacked conference, and if you're an SEC hater, I don't know what else to tell you, man, because you got to stop hating. You got to come to reality and just face facts. You got to face facts, dog. It, it's, it's, this conference is just, it's second to none in any sport. The best players play in the, in the Southeastern Conference, and it's magical. It's magical. It's magical. And it's going to bring this podcast to football season, man. We're so freaking close. We're so close. It's almost July. I mean, it's about to freaking kick off. Man, I can't wait. I'm pumped. And, and I mean, we're going to have so much content to push out. Me, DG, D-Lane, we're, we're, we're in people's DMs every day trying to, trying to set episodes up. And we're going to have former guests coming back on. Man, I can't wait. I'm excited. I'm pumped. Um, it's just an exciting time. It's just an exciting time. And, man, just... You know, watching watching any SEC team dogpile or celebrate a national championship, you know, I, I always want it to be Auburn, but it just goes to show how damn good the conference is. It goes to show how damn good the conference is. And I love it. I love it. I, I was excited for Ole Miss. I really was. I was excited just watching them, the last team to get in the tournament, you know, a little over a month ago, they didn't know if they were going to be playing baseball. They didn't know if they were going to have a postseason. And they end up winning the national championship. So that, that's the beauty of sports, man. That's the beauty of sports. That's what we love to see. That's that's why, you know, you had the Fresno States and the Coastal Carolinas and all those, man. I mean, that is the beauty of it. The last team to get in to the tournament wins it all. Incredible. Incredible. Absolutely incredible. So, man, with college baseball wrapping up, congratulations to Ole Miss once again. Champions. Love it for you guys, man. I absolutely love it. Um, it was a special moment. But, guys, I... I, I <laughs> I go to work Wednesday morning, I get off, and Wednesday night we decide that uh, you know we're going to the Atlanta Braves and the San Francisco Giants game Thursday. It's a it's a midday game at, I think it was like 12 Eastern, 12, 20 Eastern. And we're down here in Mobile, Alabama, and we were just going to wake up at like 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock in the morning and just head up. And we got to thinking, we were like, well, Auburn got beat out, so they don't play Wednesday night. So let's just ride up Wednesday night, get a hotel room, and we'll just chill Wednesday night, get some rest, and wake up and head to the top house and, and the battery and all that Thursday. And man, let me tell you, we get up there, we get our rest in, and we wake up that Thursday morning, and we go eat us some breakfast, and we catch an Uber ride to the to the battery and stuff, and... Uh, we get out there, man. It's just an extremely fun time. You know, there's there's bars. Uh, we, we, we spent a lot of our time at a bar called PBR uh, in the Battery right there outside the right field gate. And they got a mechanical bull. Uh, just just the 
the atmosphere, you know, it connects to another little restaurant with the big, big flat screen. You know, you can search for it on TikTok. It'll pull right up and they got the beer pong set up and everybody's playing. The music's going. They got the bar uh, with the doors rolled up on the outside and, and the, you know, the breeze is blowing through there. I mean, it was just, it was a crazy atmosphere, man. It was so much fun. We get out there at, at 1220. We get out in the chop house. We're sitting there. And here comes Mike Yastrzemski, all right? He's playing right field for the Giants. And, buddy, we pure got on his freaking neck, all right? He started the game 0 for 4 with 4Ks. He ended up 0 for 5. And we're sitting there, and I'm just on his freaking neck. And, I, you know, they had bases loaded, uh, two outs, and, and they were losing by a couple to the Braves. And they really needed him to step up and – and uh, and drive the baseball, and he K's. And we're sitting there, and, man, he comes trotting back out of right field, and it gets dead silent, right? gets dead silent. And I said, hey, Mike. No. I said, yes. Yes. And he's standing there, and I said, hey, buddy. I said, can I wear your golden sombrero? I said, because you're 0-4 with four Ks. And I said, when your team needs you the most, you can't clutch up, buddy. And, man, his head dropped between his knees so quick. Y'all, I'm telling you, everybody busted out laughing in the chop house, and his head went between his knees, and he was like, damn. Like, they're they're locked in on my ass, okay? And it was a blast, man. You're right there. That chop house, it is worth every penny. It is worth every penny, man. They got the... The, the iced cup holders and, and the charging tables for your phone. They come to you and get your order for your drinks and your food. It's just you don't ever have to leave your seat to just go to the restroom. That's it. That's it. it it's incredible. It's worth every single penny, man. Truest Park is goaded. All right? Jackson Olson, I had him on this podcast. He did a tour of it uh, here recently, and I mean, he put it in number one on the East Coast in his ballparks. It's It's crazy. It is a phenomenal stadium. Um, my 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 brother D Lane and D G they they walked around the entire stadium, and and were just blown away. The food, exceptional. It's it's absolutely delicious, man. I had some 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 kind of tacos, man, out of the chop house, and they were like some Southwest tacos and freaking delicious. I mean, some of the best food I've ever had at a baseball game. It's crazy. It's just, it's off the charts, man. It's off the charts. And that Dansby Swanson, he come out the freaking gate and and two two freaking nukes, two bombs that Thursday against San Fran. It was it was a hell of an atmosphere. And then we come back Friday, Friday night, the return of Freddie Freeman. Everybody, man, it was so packed. There were so many people there. We get on the Game Time app. We use Jackson Olson's code. Uh, for for the ten dollars off and and DG can't get his tickets. They the seller didn't have the tickets available, but he had them online to sell, and it was just a cluster. So we're sitting here panicking, like, oh my god, we're not gonna get to see Freddie Freeman. We're not gonna get to see the tribute. We finally get the tickets like right at the last minute. So we like chug our beers at PBR. We we scoot down to the to the right field gate. We run in. Freddie's up. And everything, you know, the emotional stuff and, and him just getting his ring and then the Dodgers come out and strike and two to nothing in the first inning, man, and the, the entire place is completely quiet. And then, you know, I mean, the Dodgers took the win and everything and Freddie, 
just seeing that, man, we got to see a Trey Turner, Trey Turner bomb out into the chop house. It was, it was awesome, man. It's just the atmosphere, the Braves fans. You know, I'm not a Braves guy, but man, the fan base is incredible. You got to go witness it. You got to go see it, experience it. Um, you know, that Friday morning, we, we woke up and we went and played 18 holes at Cobblestone, uh, up there in the, in the outskirts of Atlanta. And look, if you're into golf, man, go play at Cobblestone. I was, uh, really, really impressed with, with the playing surface there and, and, uh, how well those guys, uh, took care of their golf course and, and just, uh, they were there, you know, every hand and foot and, and, it was a great, a great, great golf course. It really was. They were on top of things, and I was pleased. I was really, really pleased with Cobblestone. It's it's a beautiful course. It is absolutely beautiful. It's on the water, and you will be just shocked at some of the views you get. It's it's incredible. wasn't too hot. Uh, it was a, it was a lot cooler with the breeze coming off that water up there in Atlanta. Uh, I tell you what, here in Mobile, it's 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 ten times hotter. It feels like uh, it, it's it's been rough down here in Mobile, Alabama. But up there, man, it, it wasn't bad. I, I had a great time. We cut up. We watched the College World Series, man, uh, and and it was a blast. It, it was it was just that whole area. Like I said, I'm not a big club or bar kind of guy, so I'm not a big partier. I'm not a big, you know, I'm I'm not a big. Um, alcohol drinker if, if if you really want to you know go there like I'm, I'm just not you know i'll do it but it's not really my cup of tea i, w- I want to travel and watch sports you know i want to you know go to the final four like i did earlier this year with kansas and north carolina i want to go watch the braves and the giants play i want to go see the return of freddie freeman in atlanta like that's the kind of stuff i want to do and i just think these guys man that that went on my my bachelor trip and letting me go experience that kind of stuff, man, and just having the good time with me when I did want to go into the bar and and have a few drinks and and stuff like that, they did it with me, man. They were there every every step of the way, and you know we had a freaking blast playing golf. It was so much fun, and it's just a hell of a weekend, you know. We, we capped it off Saturday going to Six Flags. Uh, my buddy Tanner and my brother D Lane absolutely scared to death to ride roller coasters. And uh, me and, and DG and my buddy Dylan, you know, we were getting on everything just in and out. Uh, just had a blast, man. It, it was so much fun, and I couldn't thank those guys enough. So with that being said, man, that's that's going to wrap up this episode. And, and I just wanted to check in with you guys. I know I, I wasn't on here, and if you were wondering where I was at, I was in Atlanta, Georgia, having a blast, man, with, with my, my best dudes. So... Uh, once again, man, I thank those guys and uh, for giving me that trip, and I will always uh, remember that and and just the, the the laughs and the Uber rides that we had and and just cutting up every single night up there, man. It was an absolute blast. So, guys, with that being said, uh, War Damn Eagle to my Auburn baseball family. I will see you guys next year. And now we are going to extremely uh, hammer Major League Baseball. And and probably next month we're going to cut this thing over to college football. And we're going to run this thing, man, Major League Baseball and college football uh, from here on out. And uh, until them Auburn Tigers get that college basketball going. So we'll get that in here when, when that comes about. So 
Love you guys. I appreciate you joining me. appreciate you listening. If you could, go to Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts. Leave a review, five-star review if you could. Love each and every one of you. War Damn Eagle, and I'll catch you on the next one. I'm out. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready.